Greetings, Matt comrades. It is your humble DM, Mike Gergoni, here to let you know that we here at Material Components are now part of the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. Punch-Up is proud to present such podcasts as Panel Up, The Action Shelf, and The Very Podcast you're listening to right now. And of course, the best way to support all of these shows is by going to patron.podbean.com slash punchup and becoming a patron today. When you do, you'll get access to all sorts of bonus content, including a brand new one-shot from the folks here at Material Components, in which our heroes attempt to solve a murder in the urban fantasy streets beyond the veil. If you ever wanted to hear Michael Lisman playing as Detective Sasquatch, now's your chance. Once again, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup. Thanks for all the support, and now, let's get you into this week's episode. Material Components, Season 2, Episode 69, Nice Flying Cowboy. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there, now on the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Heck You're yeah. welcome. Hey, you betcha. Uh, sorry, Reed, you sound so, so sick. So good. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Olivia, and I'm playing Florian of Akalar. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Shay, the Elven Wizard. I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Reed, do you remember what happened last time? Nothing happened. We didn't ha- delve into any relationship stuff <laughs> at all we just flew right by near end and went on our merry way right mike congratulations reed this is the 100th time you have all made that joke hooray oh that's not confetti and now that's for your rock. fabulous prize that's yeah no that's, tpk that's, that's, is that what it your is? prize is do the recap i can't do it can't Aww. do it not today the stars are not in position um no i remember what happened because it was it was mostly me Honestly, um, yeah, we landed on Niren, um, and, uh, proceeded to meet some individuals that, uh, we've been wanting to meet for a very long time, some more than others wanting to meet. Um, we landed on Niren on this giant, cool floating sky dock, um, and Shay and Amari went out to a large... <sighs> procession of paladins and um, three matriarchs waiting for their arrival. One being matriarch um, Talirahania, uh, another being the Geminess, uh, Geminess uh, Sesru, who um, basically is in charge of this planet. Um, and then the final one being Amari's wife, Layla. So they had a brief conversation. Amari was not particularly fond of all of the pageantry happening. Um, spoke to Gemini's uh, Cesaro. Um, she didn't seem 
particularly receptive to uh, Amari and his dismissal of all of the uh, the finery that was happening. Um, but uh, as as she took off, uh, he was introduced to Paladin Rolly, a a large uh, paladin, um, which are the like. Uh, crack forces of of vast plane um they carry sweet uh like swords made out of athite athium athite athite crystal athite athite and cool. just to be clear paladin is more of a job description than a like official title within vast plane hierarchy to be a paladin is just to be a like a really kick-ass bodyguard yeah they look pretty cool it's true yeah. Um and was finally uh had a conversation with Matriarch Matriarch Tali Ra Hania, which was a development that uh Amari was not aware of. The Ra being a new addition, meaning that she is now the head of her particular pride. Um the conversation with his wife didn't go so well upon their, their first meeting. Um, very little was said until they got into a, a motorcade um, with uh, the two of them, uh, Shay coming along and Florian and Oswald deciding to remain on the ship. Thanks for the backup, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but like Oswald Appreciate straight it. up would have gotten arrested like immediately. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know that. Oh, well, we, we, do do the, yeah, we do now. <laughs> but we also kind of knew that. Yeah. It's 98% sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a bad feeling about this. But uh, during the motor the motorcade trip to the like embassy, uh, drinks were shared uh, amongst the four of them, Layla deciding not to have a drink, um, very much not speaking um, the entire time. Um, upon arrival at the embassy, Layla and Amari uh, were left to themselves in a private suite, um, being guarded by Paladin Rolly and Shay, deciding to go out and have a conversation with Paladin Rolly, which went very, very well. Just saying hi. Yeah, it went great. <laughs> saying hi with benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good shit. That's why we listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but finally, after after what has been over a year at this point, uh, Amari had a conversation with his wife, um, finding that the room that they were in was obviously bugged because. Vastplane and the hegemony deals in information and they're not going to pass up an opportunity to get information and stab people in the back uh, by bugging a room. So the two of them got uh, very close, close enough for Layla to activate a cone of silence type device uh, hedging out all of the listening devices so they could actually have a private conversation where Amari found out that during this entire time, Layla has been essentially covering for Amari and the activities that have brought uh, lots of attention (laughs) to them 
uh, and recent activities where Oswald has directly implicated Vastplane and the hegemony in the acquisition of a uh, uh, suit of zealot armor on Sewell. You are welcome. Mm, thank you. <laughs> if everything goes right, we're all getting promotions. If yes. it all goes poorly, we're dead. <laughs> Promotions. Damn. Who Risk knows? Reward. Maybe up to number a two. Promotion. I don't even work here. <laughs> yeah. So they they had a very lengthy conversation about what the plan is going forward because Layla has taken the time to figure out really the only way in which we get out of this without specific team members, Oswald, um, <laughs> uh, being sent to the stocks or just straight up disappeared um is we have to sell this story that uh, house ricasa uh has set up a clandestine operation based on information that they've acquired and this is with heavy air quotes you know mm-hmm. that yes, this was there, all part of the plan th- there's some heavy editing of history that needs to happen implying that Amari was in fact an agent embedded in the Cole foundation that was there to collect information and eventually found a trail, which led to the zealot armor completely omitting all the Fey stuff, which admittedly is kind of the gambit that Oswald was playing in Seawell. A little bit, yeah. He's yeah. he's really the mastermind of this plan, <laughs> right? Like See, the only so. problem is the only problem is we don't announce that we're doing that. We go with a different lie. Mm. <laughs> hmm. And of Seems course, right all of this that. was was tied into a bow by the fact that Layla was uh, coming up with this plan on the fly in order to pursue her own political agenda in the form of basically pulling a backstab on matriarch Rahania, because it seems as though Tali Rahania has some kind of sway over Amari's wife. She used the term sponsor in last session. What that means, you're not a hundred percent sure. Amari would know that that means Effectively, House Rikasa is on the rise when it comes to the the hegemony's political machinations and games, and that a sponsor would be someone who has basically taken the a minor house under their wing to promote them in social circles. And now Layla is using this as an opportunity to take that sponsorship and shove it right up her ass. Yeah. yeah. The old vast plain way. <laughs> but yeah. lest we forget, she also told you to say that uh, Matriarch Rahania was effectively blowing your cover during that mm-hmm. whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, that conversation was had. Um, but that was not the end of the episode. The end of the episode uh, ended on a cliffhanger or potentially a floating sky dock hanger um, as uh, Oswald and Florian were sitting on the Tiresian when explosions proceeded to rock the ship. And that's where we find ourselves now. 
<laughs> yes, indeed. Because I think we need to start this story about what's about to happen 24 hours ago. Oh. 24 hours ago, a ship called the Tiresian left a small, out-of-the-way dock on a planet called Ruatov. When they left that planet, secure in the knowledge that their recently acquired Formian generator would mask the signature of their ship as they moved through way gates throughout the galaxy, basically disguising the size of their vessel as they moved. Not really accounting for the fact that it did nothing to disguise the ship to the eyes of an individual who might simply see the ship as it was leaving port. The fact that those eyes would then make a note of that ship, add it to a list of ships that they saw leaving port that day, and send it off to a number of individuals who they were collecting money from across the galaxy as simply a way of making ends meet. This dock worker who would acquire these lists of ships coming to and from Ruatov and sending them to a list of clients across the Dragon's Wake. That list went to a great many number of people. But the one we should concern ourselves with now is a man named Red Bartlett. Oh, no! <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck! Head of a mercenary group called Red's Dogs. He, as an enterprising individual, has a great many number of these lists coming to him on a daily basis. He does not look at them personally. He pays someone to do that for him. This is in an effort to scour, in some small way, galactic trading posts for the comings and goings of scurrilous individuals who have found it in their way to be marked by some greater power in the galaxy for a modest sum. Red Bartlett is nothing if not an enterprising individual. We should then turn our eyes to 12 hours ago, when another vessel, one that would honestly look pretty similar to someone who had seen the Tiresian before, the outline, at least, is remarkably similar, albeit some of the modifications made to this particular ship are more practical in their purpose, more utilitarian, more militaristic, let us say. A large drop hanger at the bottom of the ship for reasons unknown. The weapons bays to either side, replaced in the Tiresian by communications equipment on this ship, still remain as these large batteries of shard-launching artillery. That ship just so happened to be in a system called Nirend. 
as a sort of, let us call it a mercenary outreach program. Certain enterprising individuals have made their way across the Southern Reach, looking for work and bounties that they might call their own. It is a time of opportunity in the Southern Reach with the collapse of the Dominion, and many times many individuals who have plied their trade in the last great galactic war now find themselves without anything to do and without a means or income. Those particular types of individuals, some of them looking to make their name, have found their way to this out-of-the-way hegemony world. As they're looking for the next big score, that thing that might get them from A to B, might put food on their tables, this particular ship, called the Minosian Fall, sees a ping light up on their own comms equipment. A lichen by the name of Denris Garm alerts his captain that a ship matching the profile of the Tiresian has come into the system. When the captain argues that it doesn't match the profile of the Tiresian, Mr. Garm smirks and says, Yeah, sure, but just look, as he brings up high-resolution pictures taken by the waygate as your ship is leaving. The captain would ask how Mr. Garm got these photos, encrypted waygates being what they were, and Mr. Garm would simply smile, and the captain would know what that meant. Plausible deniability being what it is, they leave it at that. Six hours ago. As the Tiresian was making its way into its into the system using its sublight drives, two individual ships tracked its movement. F- three hours ago, as you were making your final approaches to the planet, the traffic of this system bustling about you, you did not notice the two other vessels behind you. An hour ago, a hurried conversation was had between the crews of the Minosian Fall and a ship that is simply called Bartlett's Bounty. These two ships became aware of each other about an hour ago. There was hurried conversation, not between these two ships, but of those within them. Fifteen minutes ago, a small, curious voice said, Hello, who are you? The quizzical lichen metadiver tilted his head slightly within the confines of the metanet as he probed at the systems of the Tiresian. Five minutes ago, the crew of the Minosian Fall found their metadiver dead in his diving chair. Good girl. Oh, I guess. Her first kill. Yay. And And we were there for it. I know, we missed it. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible parrots. Mara does not sense 
the explosion that rocks the floating platform that the Tiresian is docked on. She has no physical sensation with which to track that experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when she says, I think we are under attack, she is not referring to the explosion outside. Oh. Great. When she says, we are definitely under attack, she is not referring to the second explosion that happens outside. Mm-hmm. And when she says, there is a metadiver attempting to access our systems, I think I... There are multiple, multiple... Oswald, Florian. Yes. Yes. When the third explosion goes off outside, and as Mara begins faltering over the shipboard calm, as Vesnis Rosek, your Kagrish companion, stands up and looks around disturbed, going for, well, what you see her finding is a large knife that she pulls out of the, uh, like shipboard commissary area is used for like chopping vegetables and stuff, but she's just holding now looking around startled. Love a girl with a big ass knife. <laughs> what are the two of you doing? Well, to start uh, out, well, I, I think like we're looking just... out the window. <laughs> yeah. Like before, like, which are all closed because you locked down the ship. Mm-hmm. Yep. We did. we did. We did. Well, don't forget the large hole that, that Florian <laughs> just clawed their way through <laughs> the, the entire hole. No, that's a, <laughs> and know. also that's a tiny hoof sized hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Relatively uh, speaking. Uh, yes. Uh, well, neither of us are pilots. Um, but yeah. we, um, Florian, uh, get uh, get Kala up here immediately. We need to get them out of our system so that we can take off. Yeah. Um, like you hear gunfire. Like now. Like I, I will take off and do that. Okay. Um, and you charge I will... down the hallway. Yeah. Go ahead. Towards Kala's room. And Oswald, what are you doing? Uh, I am going to try and communicate with Mara and see if I can get a status report on this the state of the hacking that's happening. Um, And check whatever systems I would know to check. Uh, Again, Mm -hmm. not a pilot, but um, yeah. Um, Okay. So you are rushing up to the bridge to check on the systems. Yes. Okay. Florian, you rush down the hall away from the mess. Vesnus kind of standing, knife held at the ready, just standing, not quite sure what to do as the two of you split off in two different directions. But you make it down to Kala's room just as the door is opening and she, with like deep circles under her eyes and kind of a ragged expression on her face, opens the door and you're now face to face. We're, uh, we're under, uh, some sort of meta attack. Uh, uh, all right. Um, I need to, to, uh, yeah, we gotta go. And I'm just yeah, like, she front, yeah. <laughs> rushes down the hallway towards the, the kind of data centers at the side of the ship on this level. Okay. I'm going to, 
I'm going to get her there, and then I'm going to head up to the bridge as well. Okay. Uh, At some point, I would like to contact uh, the rest of the team and just let them know we are currently being attacked by unknown assailants, uh, both uh, via the metanet and uh, (laughs) through gunfire and explosions. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see that your data pad is saying that you don't have a metanet signal. Great. Yeah, of course, th- it would make sense that they'd block that. Yeah. Right. And you continue to hear gunfire and shouting now coming from outside. A fourth, smaller explosion makes the ship rock slightly. Mm-hmm. As you make it up onto the bridge, Oswald, you see that a lot of the warning lights are flashing green. Green is bad. Green is bad. Green is very, very bad. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, let's see if I can figure out what I'm supposed to do here. Uh, and, like, I, I'm, i like, pressing the comm so I can try and talk to Mara, and I'm not getting mm-hmm. anything, I'm assuming. Um Mara, Mara, talk to me. And as you reach out and try to talk to Mara, there is this kind of like liquid sensation that sh- sends a shiver down your spine as you feel this kind of presence in the back of your head and Mara's voice, wispy as though it's being shouted through water, mm-hmm. is saying, There are multiple multiple divers in the system i'm 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 trying 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 to 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 hold 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 them off 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 stay strong we will we will be there to help as soon as we can uh Kala is on her way oh um and i don't see anything i mean i don't think there's anything can i roll something to see if there's anything I could at least do in the meantime to help Mira? Sure. What are you trying to do? Help Mira. So some kind of Aether tech role or advanced yeah. tech role? Yeah. I only have <laughs> I only have a D6 in that. Um, but Do you have anything in cyber warfare defensive tactics? I have a D8 in cryptography. Less useful. Less useful? (laughs) It's adjacent. Um, But no. That is more of a long-term security protocol. Less of a direct defense. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I... I will will roll an Aether Tech roll, even though there's no way I will succeed, but Oswald would at least try, even if, even if he would sure. fail. Um, yeah. So I'll say if is... you want to help bolster the defenses and help Mara, this will be a hard roll. Okay. So that will be, let's take a look here. Hard will be 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to go ahead and, Oh boy, I wish this would be clever, but it's not. It's going to be either bold or swift. Um, Those both sound good, yes. Yeah, let's go with swift. 
Um, so that's a d8 here. Um, and then Aether Tech is another d8. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. So um, I'm going to use some Aether here. Um, uh, I have six. So let's go ahead and use three Aether to Sounds good. try and get to 20. Oh, hell, let's use four. That's so many ones. Uh, holy shit. I didn't holy touch your dice. I didn't do it. How, how about on those uh, tactics and talents? Are uh, those on one of, on the tactic die, I did get a one, but on the talent, I got a seven. So it's not okay, a critical failure. But literally everything else is, because uh, that's going to be eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Uh, I rolled so many times. I got one, two, three, four ones and a two. Um, the good news is, if you take this failure, you will be getting four XP. It's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And you get those eight. Or, 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 um, there are ten shiny void dice still available. There are. Um, I now. I would also like to remind you that I did make the danger gauge go up by <laughs> so I no, can I'm successfully I'm looking at the danger gauge. I, yeah, that was very um, helpful. Uh, so I <laughs> am weighing that option, but you know what? Uh, Mira, Mira needs help. So I am going to use an Aether Point to try and help Mira. Um... Spending a void dice? I am spending a void dice. All right, roll that d12. Danger gauge has gone up to five. I mean, that seems appropriate, right? Considering what's happening. Like We are now in the medium danger gauge threshold, which means yeah. any failure results in removal from that particular scene. Okay. Doesn't mean you're out for the whole mission. It just means whatever scene that happens in, if you fail a roll there, it will result in you not being able to act meaningfully for the rest of the scene. Okay, 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 okay. So I need. Oh wow. Need a seven or better. Okay, come on, you motherfucker. Twelve. Yes. Okay. The void was kind today. Okay. Okay. Void enjoys the chaos. Okay. All right. All right, so you get into the internal systems of the Tiresian. Yes. That you know have been completely reworked yes. by Mara, and you haven't really poked around too much in them. Not it's really. Basically, think of it like you're trying to poke at the ship's operating system, only mm -hmm. to find that it is now Linux. Oh, you mean like, uh, what, 40 minutes ago when we were tooling around with my computer? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to use a Mac. Good thing I have one. Uh, right. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I think I can empathize with this. All right. Perfect. But you are seeing that there are multiple MetaNet pings coming from unknown call sets, which are embedding themselves inside the Tiresian systems. One of those is absolutely cutting off your ability to communicate. 
Okay. One of them appears as though Mera is actively combating. And there is another presence that is strange and seems to be moving from system to system as though it is just like probing each individual system in turn. Okay. So there are a total of three unknown signals inside your ship at the moment. Okay. Now with that roll, you can stop one of them. So you're stopping um, the one that's actively fighting Mera, the one that is stopping you from communicating, or the one that seems to be like just methodically probing every system in your ship. Um, great. That is a that is a great question. Um, I am going to say that I am going to. Uh, I am going to do the one that is blocking our communication so that I can message uh, Amari and Shay. I think they'll be able to help us. Okay. And you achieve that just as Florian is making it up onto the bridge. Uh, I give Florian the lowdown. Three systems are currently hacking us. I was able to... Um, Oh, uh, I was able to free up our communication. Let Amari and Flo uh, let Amari and Shay know that we are under attack. Yeah, uh, I will do like I'm just gonna literally like hand to wrist. Amari and Shay, we're in trouble. <laughs> Come help. Um, that's all the information I'm gonna give, and then I'm gonna try to open the like not not open up the ship, but I do want to see like what is actively happening, happening outside. If okay. Oswald's got the tech stuff, then I'm going to try to deal with the physical attack. And I would also like to communicate with, I'm assuming uh, uh, Florian lets me know that uh, Kala is. Uh, so I'll, I'll communicate with Kala and let her know what's going on um, just so she knows what to look for um, and how to fight it. Excellent. So, Florian, you rush over to the void shutters, which are these big metal shutters that fall over the viewport windows every time you go into warp. You do that because if you look just out into the void while you're warping, bad stuff happens. Yeah. We all know about void madness and the effects thereof. Opening this shutter now and looking out over the floating platform you had previously thought so serene peaceful and ridiculously expensive you are opening it up onto a war zone i don't know if florian's ever seen something like this because florian for all of the rough and tumble let's call it what it is semi-terrorist activities you participated in over yeah. the years guerrilla warfare <laughs> yeah yeah full-blown mechanized armed combat is not something I think Florian has ever seen. What the fuck? No. <laughs> the I closest you've probably gotten to that is your confrontation with the children of Aetir when Red's dogs performed their flanking maneuver and were fighting them in the clifftop city where you confronted that doom cult. Yeah. This reminds you of that mostly because there might be some of the same people involved hmm. <laughs> great two 
armed squads have made a breach on this floating platform and seem to be fighting themselves and the armed guards left behind by the Geminis. There's a three-way fight happening on the platform just outside the Tiresian. There is one squad that appears to be a ragtag group of mercenaries that is throwing around grenades in an irresponsible fashion. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely above a city right now. Yeah. The, one of the first things you noticed after just taking in the scope of the combat is that the platform is lower than it was before. Yeah. That's bad. The side throwing around the grenades might be responsible for some of the explosions you've been feeling. Hmm. The second side is that remaining honor guard of uh, Leon infantry. And to say infantry is maybe even, they are security guards. These are not soldiers. Yeah. These were guys that were meant to look flashy and be presentable in front of a reporting dignitary. Like throwing like uh, special service, or sorry, secret service agents, like just ship them to Afghanistan. Just right. do it. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Um, because none of the paladins stayed behind. These are all just Great. honor guards. Great. Cool. The third faction is perhaps the most concerning because they are the closest to your ship and because they are accompanied by an enormous mech. Uh, I don't like it. And I'm not there. That's my shtick. They are easily the smallest of the group. Besides the enormous, large, gorilla-looking mech at their center, there are only... Four other individuals moving around the neck with around the mech with tactical precision. They all appear Midrian at first glance, and while they're not wearing any imperial colors, the like armor they're sporting and the tech they're using and the weapons they're wielding it screams Conus Empire. Cool. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cool. That is what you get when you open the window. <laughs> uh, okay. They're they're closest to us and are clearly making their way towards us. The mech and a heavy gunner is seemingly covering three of the others that are approaching the shut doors into your ship. Cool. Ex- excellent. Excellent. Good. Um, the sh- ship wise, like how much air, uh, stuff is going on? Like I know that, uh, Bartlett's dogs have like air support, mm-hmm. but is this primarily on the ground and then there are some ships or is it like every side has, I mean, I know that the honor guard don't have ships, but yeah, there doesn't appear to be like a dog fight or anything happening. Um, if there are, if there's air support around, you don't see it immediately. Cool. Oswald, I'm going to try to fly the ship and then I go to do that. Okay. Yes. All right. Shall I strap in or should I, um, I I don't know. Okay. Well, let's, let's do it up, up and away. Meanwhile, Shay and Amari, Mm. you are in a lavish, beautiful suite that was set aside 
for your personal engagement with the matriarchs of the Rasset hegemony. Amari, your wife, has just said that you have about ten minutes until <laughs> Matriarch Rahania returns, and you have to get your story straight. Mm-hmm. When both of your comms go off, and a quick burbled message from Oswald comes in, saying, we're under attack, we need help. Oh no, that's me. <laughs> you can hear Oswald screaming in the background. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, and yeah. y- your wife looks at you, Omari, with a just like, oh no. This isn't the matriarch, is it? No, no. She wouldn't move that openly. Okay, then we need to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we need to go. We need to go now. Like, the door behind you opens, and the huge frame of Paladin Roly strides in, closing the door behind him. And he will say, Prefect, there's some kind of incident happening at the docks. I need you all to remain here. Uh, no, uh, the incident means that we need to be there. Uh, those dumbasses can't fly the ship. <laughs> I don't think anyone on board right now knows how to fly the ship. Ugh. Dragon's sake. Wait, this is happening at your ship, Prefect mm-hmm. Damari. Yeah. Then I especially need you to stay here, please. Okay, this is clearly can... a targeted attack if it's against your ship. I need you to remain safe. I have my orders from the Geminis. Okay, I can work with that. Uh, I'll go see what I can do. BRB. I'm sorry, I can't allow you to leave either, Wizard Shannon. How security? Uh, how much authority do I have in this situation on this planet? You're not a hundred percent sure. God dang it. Guess okay. you'll have to roll to find out. Huh? No. no. He's a war hero, you know? I mean, yeah, but a war is, hero doesn't right? have necessarily military command over this, this dude. This is the best scenario for yeah. a war hero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I need I need to convince uh, Paladin Roy to uh, stand down. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at, I'm a war hero. He knows who I am. Uh, uh, oh, he's I'm actually not a- really not up on the news. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, there was it's a good war? because the news is old. It's years and years ago. Nobody I'm told not, about a man war. You know this. <laughs> I don't know how uh, bold or forceful. I feel like this might be forceful. This feels forceful to me. Yeah, yeah. sure okay. does. So I got a D eight there. Another D eight for my. Uh, my influence, um, yeah. Let's throw some. Let's let's throw some things on there. Uh, let's pull there. two. Let's pull two for my gun. Uh, that'll give me two more d six, and we'll throw one of my own in there. I will say it would be pretty incredible if this guy disregarded his orders and stood aside for you. 
Yeah, yeah, it would. Okay, here we go. Tell him I hit you. <laughs> yeah. Shay, assist. With uh, your... Yeah, oh, I do have an influence. Oh, oh. I could assist. Oh, with your, with yeah? your wiles. <laughs> yeah, I mean... With your wizardly wiles. By yes. wizardly wiles, yeah, I could throw you my D8. Yes. I'll, say something, yes. I'll say something cute, like oh, yeah, I'll make D8. it up to you later. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Here we, here we go. Okay. Twenty six. Yes. Right over it. Yes. Thank you to that. Well, I mean, <laughs> your 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 D eight uh, was a one. <laughs> Yeah, so it's yeah, it's, it's a little okay. half hard. I'm I, my That's my right. my kids, my my kid and my 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 boys are up there, so I'm I'm a little mm-hmm. less concerned mm-hmm. about the. I yeah, also almost good. said like whatever Shay's help role is should be a negative because I feel like if you're in a professional scenario and someone's like, oh yeah, disregard your orders, haha, <laughs> wink, you'd be like. Fuck you! Yeah. I've just met you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> eh, well, you know, I might be good. But All right, Amari, what do you say? Um, yeah. So, uh, uh Paladin, really, I need you to stand down. This is an emergency. Um, uh, God, Reed's not good with being authoritative. Uh, yeah, you're either gonna step aside or I'm gonna push you aside. Got it. The paladin will look to you and give a somewhat like, really, now's not the time, look over to (laughs) Shay. I just shrug. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And Layla will step up beside you, Amari, and say, move or be moved, paladin. That's my wife. The paladin will consider the forces arrayed before him, take a step aside, and say, If you're heading in there, I'm coming with you. Can I use the help? I don't know what the step down from Nirind is, and I don't want to find out. It is it is true. If you die in his care, he's getting demoted like, yeah. like way He's hard. getting demoted no matter what. <laughs> He could come live with us. In my brain, I'm just like, let's collect him. Let's bring him into the fold. The four of you take off, leaving the embassy building and making your way back towards the roof where you hope a transport is there for you. Yep. It's going to be great. Cool. Back on the Tiresian. Kala is working furiously to try to assist Mara. But again, the system has kind of come out from underneath her because of Mara's tampering. There isn't a lot she can do because she this none of this is standard anymore. This is all so weird and twisted by Mara's mere presence that it's tough to really affect things in her realm now. And Mara is 
still fighting whatever that presence is that is trying to get into the ship. She is clearly struggling, and Oswald, you were agog, not really sure how to help. Yeah. You can see the basic premise of what's happening via the readouts of the ship, but you don't really have a clear understanding of the intricacies of it because the ship has no way of displaying precisely what's happening in the metanet. Right. You can see that there is... Effectively, all you're really seeing is that, oh, you're being pinged by this call set that you don't recognize. And it's constant. The call is constantly ending because Mera is stopping it from going through. That's all you really see. The other signal that is methodically moving through the ship's systems is quickly running out of systems to check through. It seems to be going through your communication systems right now and... Doing something, you don't know what. Uh-huh. It's a little distracting now that the windows are open and you can see the firefight happening outside as Florian leaps into the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, Florian, what do you yep. do? I am going to... Is there keys? Is there, like, an ignition? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting in this... So how the cockpit... How, how the bridge is laid out is kind of an ovoid shape at the top of the ship. Okay. That's what's what I'm You are sitting oh, void. in a kind of <laughs> leaning back, like, uh, think of like a, a fighter pilot's chair. It's kind of like a big, broad chair that kind of leans you back slightly, and there is a console ahead of you that when you lean back in the chair, the console will kind of move gently to come into your uh, immediate vicinity. There are two large spheres of aethite which float gently above that console. You've seen Amari grab both of those while flying. Oh, then I do that. (laughs) Sure. This can only go well. And when nothing happens, you stare at the you're pretty sure it's supposed to glow you know that much all right are there switch mm-hmm. are there like switches on this console at all the holographic displays light up as your hand approaches the console and like all of the readouts and dials and little oh, meters you know, everything is getting flipped to its opposite sign <laughs> okay cool 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 uh i <laughs> I am I'm gonna take a move here and roll a couple of void dice just okay, to, that makes sense. to see see how this goes. It turns Ooh, out it turns boy. out there's miss there's it turns out there are missiles still on the ship oh, and they both fire simultaneously. <laughs> well see what I was thinking. Somehow there's thrusters on one side underneath and it just flips over like a pancake. God. Okay. So I have spent two void dice uh for a Bad stuff happens. Uh, roll. Yeah. What this means is I need I, I need to roll the the void dice, and they need to be above the current danger gauge level. If that happens, the danger gauge increases okay. again. Cool. Uh, if it doesn't, then nothing happens. Only one of them I roll a six on. So now the danger gauge is at six. Okay. As you turn everything on, <laughs> the 
crystals, the, the large aethite crystals that appear to be the steering mechanisms for the ship that control its pitch uh-huh. and yaw and ascent and descent and all of those fun directions uh, begin to glow underneath your hands, this bright, vivid blue, which you think is normal. As you flip all of the toggles, all of the void shutters now open. Okay. Uh, there is a couple of other signals you don't necessarily know. Won't be a problem because I'll be off the ground soon. <laughs> okay, a couple of the other signals that I don't that I don't like recognize. What yeah, you don't did. know what all okay. the dials mean. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I am going to use like a combination of like my memory of just seeing Amari pilot the ship and also just like some intuitive leaps are happening. Um, and I'm going to, I, I, whatever role is going to have a fucking ton of aether in it as I basically just like make myself more able to mm-hmm. fucking figure this shit out. You are trying to fly a spaceship hey, by listen, vibes. I'm mm-hmm. connecting mm. to the flow of Aether in the ship. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be yep. all good vibes here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I am going to hold on to something. Florian, let me ask you something. <clears throat> you have a, a, a series of talents that represent mm-hmm. Florian's skills and abilities that he's picked up over a lifetime of hardship and toil. Are uh-huh. any of those in piloting? Of course not. Cool. It would be impossible for you to fly a spaceship on gut instinct alone. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks, actually. So... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I mean, I'll, I'll take an argument for boldly, but I think this is probably just more careful. I think I'm just trying to, like, let's see if I could just get it off the ground. That's the great part, right? You're already off the ground. If you do, yeah. uh, if you do a misguided barrel roll, you'll be flying at least for a little while. <laughs> at least for a second. Uh, let's... <laughs> Let's see. Impossible is 35, right? Correct. Yes. So then that means I should probably add in. Well, I'm going to take I'm going to take like one from the ship and then I'm going to add in eight aether die. What is your total aether pool, by the way? It's 10. Cool. Jesus. That's some cow. So if I roll a one, if I roll a one on just this because I don't have I only have a tactic I don't have mm-hmm. a talent that means yeah. it's a critical failure mm-hmm. right okay well mm-hmm. I'm gonna just do that first mm-hmm. was Florian please do not kill us but I believe in you but please do not kill Florian us Florian is like sweating and he just looks over and goes Listen, no problem, man. And then I'm going to do it. Florian says no problem and engages with the ship, regardless of what this role is. The ship, the landing struts that were just retracted when Florian flicked all the toggles (laughs) are back up in the ship now. So there is a real sense of, oh, and we're listing forward now. (laughs) Thankfully... 
the cargo bay door that is now also open is supporting the ship slightly. <laughs> so you're not tilting all the way over, so it's fine. Desnus, can you please get to the cargo hold and make sure nobody enters? Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be really close, you guys. I have so much aether. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's 12. And Oswald, you barely have time to say that, as all of this is happening kind of at the same time. Uh, Vizness, I'm going to need you to... <laughs> guys yes you guys i rolled 34. a 30 no other way around i rolled a 36 Holy i am shit. now flying a spaceship on vibes on vibes <laughs> <laughs> only good vibes only oswald you are shouting into the calm for vesnes to get down to the cargo hold as there is this horrifying grinding sound as the bottom of the Tiresian is pushed across the platform that it has landed on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes? None of you are really looking outside of the viewports as what is happening out there is happening. You no. don't see no. the individuals that have to throw themselves away from this spaceship that is listing towards the sky. <laughs> you don't see the panicked looks of individuals that have to choose between getting crushed by a spaceship and leaping to their dooms <laughs> off the side of this floating platform. You know what? That's on them. <laughs> Are we the baddies? Oh, man. No. No, absolutely not. not. Just, just by, just due to proximity. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's criminally negligent homicide at best. The last explosion well, we that you jump. feel, you're not quite sure what causes it. It might have been something you ran over. It might have been <laughs> some mm-hmm. thing that simply decided to explode at that moment on the platform. What you do know is that that last little push sends the Tiresian off into the wild blue yonder. And Florian, you now find yourself clutching the two Aethite spheres that are floating just in front of the, the, all of the readouts in front of you in the pilot's position. Go bay is open. Jesus Christ. Okay. Hey, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good thing that Shay did all that work to secure the Formian generator. Yes. It, <laughs> oh, I was thinking more about Tux, but yeah. Um, well, Tux, Tux would be in like a, a his own thing. Yes, Tux. Tux is probably no, secure. The ca- the car is okay. what I'm assuming oh, has the fallen. Shit. The golden out. comet, no. on the other hand. Damn. Y'all... Oh well, we'll we just... can come. We can come back and get it later. We'll circle around. <laughs> you know, you know that evidence that was in there. Actually, no, we did take it out. I don't know what we did with it. I think it's in Florian's room. Uh, let's say yeah, yes. Florian's <laughs> room, which does not lock <laughs> or have a door I that mean, closes. It has a door that closes. It just doesn't lock. It just doesn't. Okay. You could just move it out of the way. <laughs> we will. We will. You know cross that bridge when we get there i think um florian uh-huh 
via your connection to the ship and the vibes you are riding here. I just want you guys to know really fast that this is exactly how I drive a car. I was literally about to say, this sounds to me, if Chris is listening back, I want him to text me and be like, yes, this was exactly what it was like when she was driving the car for the first time. Horror inducing. (laughs) As a pilot of an AetherTech powered ship, it doesn't quite go as far as Shay's experiences with becoming and inhabiting objects. But there is this kind of seventh sense that you begin to develop as you are flying this ship and you can kind of feel directions in the pit of your stomach that the ship is moving and a general idea of objects near the ship as it's moving. So you kind of get like vague tingling sensations in certain directions. So when you leave the relative safety of the landing platform, there is this bottoming out sensation you feel in the pit of your stomach as though the floor is suddenly gone from beneath you. You're still sitting in the the pilot's chair, but you have this sensation suddenly as you are tied to the ship in that way. Mm-hmm. Hey, make sure Vesnes is in the ship still. <laughs> you are also suddenly keenly aware that flying in space and flying in a planet in atmosphere are two very different things. Mm. There is this immense pull of gravity that you feel yourself fighting now, and you have no training or (laughs) experience where this is concerned. So you're not quite sure all of the sensations that are now combating at you, but you're doing this on sheer instinct and you know, down is bad so up is better, mm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. You're in that awkward position where hovering would be optimal. You haven't, you don't know hover. Hover's not a, like a <laughs> thing your body ever does. So it's either up or down. So it's up right now is what you're doing. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm imagining mm-hmm. that it actually kind of looks like how bumblebees fly, where I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> bobbing along yeah. through. <laughs> See, I'm imagining I'm imagining Flappy Bird is what I'm imagining. Oh, oh it's, boy, it's howdy, kind of, yeah. It's kind of a Flappy Bird kind of sort of movie. Yeah. <laughs> As you're pulling away from the platform, Oswald yes? <laughs> I don't know how often Oswald has ever gone to a theme park of any kind. I'm guessing very rarely. Well, he doesn't all. like to be too far off the ground. Who um, boy, then he so is in a bad and... way right now. Because there's yeah, this whole inertial yeah. dampening thing that most pilots activate when they're flying a ship. All I, of the I'm switches very, are on. I very explicitly turned everything off. Yes. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Including... Uh-huh. No, no. The specific words you used is flipped everything in the opposite direction yes. of what it is. That in- that is very <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's on right because everything was off. <laughs> so the inertial dampening, as far as you're concerned, that generally happens when you're flying in an atmosphere and in a spaceship isn't occurring right now. 
Okay. If if you were in zero okay. gravity, we'd also be having some separate conversations about that. But thankfully, there's a whole planet below you that's working that out for you. Great. <laughs> I'm just hoping we bob here until Shay and Amari can get here, and then Shay can become the ship, and it'll be fine. But there is this continual like uh, 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 hitting your stomach as Florian is attempting mm-hmm. to flappy bird out of the situation. Mm-hmm. 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 From the calm, Vesna says, "We have a problem." You're going to have to be very, very specific. Uninvited guests. Oh, good lord. Okay, okay. Oh, no. And also Great. now, the Great. only person who has experience with a gun is flying. <laughs> like, just one? Just one? And there's no response. Okay. Hey, Florian, yep, do no, you have I... a gun on you that I could perchance borrow? Uh, I... I don't remember where we said they were. But I... All of your guns? Mm-hmm. I believe you're still keeping them in the cargo hold. Yeah, well, so that's great. keeping so... them in the cargo hold. <laughs> well, okay, listen, we don't have a stack of loose guns. Sure, I mean, but they we weren't a stack now. of loose guns. They were, they were in a nice, compact crate for shipping purposes. Oh, were they in a case? Okay. Yeah. Mike, where was the pallet of the 12 loco? This also in the cargo hold. Please answer. Yeah. I mean, that would Florian, be strapped Okay, down. listen. Please excuse me, I have something to take care of. <laughs> okay. And he's going to try to travel down to the cargo hold. Shay and Amari, you make it to the roof of the hotel. (laughs) The windswept landing platform up there does have some transports. It is mostly, they, they look to be taxis of one stripe or another, looking to ferry guests to and from the hotel. I mean, you big do with what you got, right? Yeah. Let's let's Everybody hire a taxi. Get real comfortable. <laughs> you you would like to hire a taxi? Well, I mean, like no, we uh, got a grand theft auto. This yeah. shit. Throw the dude out onto the landing platform and be like, "We'll come back." <laughs> I've, it's an emergency. Yeah, we flash a badge and and uh, yeah. Don't worry, I'm a war hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If y'all plan on stealing a taxi, I'm gonna need a roll. <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. there people? In, so the the question is, is there anyone in the taxis, or are they empty? The first one you come across is uh, appears to be empty. It is a yellow hover transport, and the guy is kind of like leaning on the hood, smoking a cigarette, and, and like waiting for the next fare. <sighs> okay, in that in in that case, I'm gonna yeah do the whole flash your badge, say police like police business. Uh, I'm, I'm requisitioning <laughs> your vehicle. Um, you can just hire this taxi. But is he gonna go as fast as I want, or is he gonna nerd stop at everything? 
Do we also want to risk the life of this taxi driver? No. Amari, Shay, what are you doing to get the services of this taxi? I, 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 I'm flashing uh, whatever. Um, I'll have uh, my wife uh, uh, requisition it. She's a matriarch. She has that power now. <laughs> okay. So you want to get your wife to get you it. Yeah. Okay. She's the head of the family. <laughs> who she has is all the jumping, power. Who is jumping into the driver's seat? Oh, I'll drive. Okay. So Amari <laughs> gets over to the driver's seat, pulls open the car door, and as the taxi driver says, Hey, uh, your wife turns to him and says, Matriarch business. <laughs> And he goes, uh huh, perfect, understandable. And Got he goes, it. What? And <laughs> the paladin then looms up and says, Matriarch business. And he goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> Layla gets into the passenger seat, and Roly and Shay pile into the back of this very small four door hover transport uh i'm like i'm like stra- i'm sure the answer is no but i'm like straining to try to see the ship like because as soon as i can see it i can i can start doing my thing <laughs> mm-hmm. so what you have to do is look up yeah <laughs> and what you see is a trail of smoke coming out of one of the landing platforms that is hovering near the tip of the large golden pyramid at the center of the city. One of those platforms is now keening sideways, moving steadily downward. And you see a, uh, a lot of smoke and debris trailing, (laughs) trailing a distant, image of the Tiresian as it is moving through the sky, and occasionally a small speck of something will fall out of it. (sighs) It's tough to tell from this distance, because you're a little, you're a few hundred feet below it, but it looks like the cargo bay doors are open. Oh, void sakes. Oh, Mario, we need to get closer, we need to get closer. Okay. I don't know who's driving, but I... I, I mean, honestly, which one of them would it, would be worse if it was the answer? <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's neither of us, so it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> How quick do you want to get there, Amari? What, what, what kind of what kind of oomph are we talking about? This taxi. I mean, it, it can move. It's real fast if it needs to be, but you're also in a city. It's there isn't no traffic between you and the landing platform above you. And getting there directly would mean violating all sorts of stay in this lane while you're flying laws. It's the taxi scene from uh, Fifth Element. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, when, have, when have laws stopped us before? You literally know? never. <laughs> never bothered to learn any of them. So Can't think of one time. I cannot think of a single time. Okie dokie. Uh, in that case, eh, let's, let's play a little fast and loose with these uh, supposed laws. 
Sky laws. You're a man of space, not bound by sky law. Yeah, your earth laws or near-end laws do not apply to me. I'm a space cat. So, okay. uh, yeah. What a, uh, is this one of the ones where just like the higher you roll, the better it goes? Or is there a... Correct, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. In that case, um, can I use my more than machine uh, specialization in pilot for this? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Perfect. Sure. Let's get that D12 going. Um, and then I'm going to be pretty bold here and, and break some laws. Uh, so that's going to get me a D10. And then uh, what are we working with Aetherwise in this um, this taxi? It's got two. It's got two. I will use one. I will say you would know that draining any Aether from this taxi will probably make it go less fast. No. I will use one of my own then. Uh, well, okay. Wait, is he is he draining it? He's not draining it. He's not leeching it. He's just using it. That's for true. Role. I'm just and reallocating to it to make it fast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I turning off the stereo and the AC. <laughs> after using that aether, this thing will probably go less fast. But if you're using okay. it all in this big sprint here, okay. In that case, I will use one of my own. And the one from it. Yeah. Okay, we're looking at uh, 17. 17. Weaving through the lanes of traffic that are flying above the city, you cruise up several hundred feet very, very fast. Everyone in this taxi is thrown backwards against their seats as this thing is not equipped for any kind of inertial dampening or making a smooth ride. This is meant to go a relatively sedate speed, moving horizontal against the ground. Now you're pointing up in a vertical direction, flying as fast as you possibly can. This vehicle, not really designed for this sort of thing. As you accelerate towards the Tiresian, you can pass by the platform upon which you see the scarred remains of what looks like a war zone. Hmm. As you are flying, you note that several ships are now cruising down out of the sky. And a couple are cruising up from the city below you. The ones coming up from the city below you have flashing blue and red lights. It's a party the ones squad. coming down from the sky above towards the Tiresian as well. There are two of them. One looks remarkably like the Tiresian in its basic silhouette. The other is distinctly familiar. And the last time you saw it, it was about to open fire on you all before you left your confrontation with the children of A-Tier. Oh, oh, not this son of a bitch again. And all of you seem to be converging on a point in space in which a certain stripped-down frigate is bobbing through the air like a drunken bird. I believe I, I believe it was flappy birding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You will get there first. I will say that much. You rolled You're that one. Damn well. right, I'm getting there first because I'm I'm gonna be in it first. Um, <laughs> oh. 
So, uh, <laughs> I turn to Rolly and say, check this shit out. No, um, no, I say, uh, all right, you better put that body bodyguarding, uh, money where your mouth is. Uh, do not let anything happen to my body and I'm going to go, I'm going to be the ship. You're going to be the ship. Yeah. Cool. Be the ship. You've never done anything like this on purpose. That's true. So what talent are you rolling? Well, the last time I did it on accident, it was an advanced tech roll. And I'm pretty sure it was my hacking, my hacking, uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. skill, t- uh, specialization. Um, so I'm just going to do that. Okay. It's going to be like a vibe, <laughs> a vibe hacking, though. <laughs> it's a day for vibes. It's a day for vibes. Mm-hmm. The, the vibes are bad. <laughs> I would say the tactic here is probably bold. Oh, yeah. I was going to say bold or swift. Um, uh, yeah, bold, swift. Uh, forceful probably would also apply here. Yeah, I'm trying to. This my, is my not swift, careful. That's all I can rule out. My swift is a D8, so I'm trying to. Trying to get okay. that one. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and my uh, hacker voice I'm in is a D10. Um, uh, and then I can see the ship, so I can use the ship's aether. If you wanted to, yes. Yeah. Obviously not all of it. Um, how much does the Tiresian have, generally speaking? A lot. Spaceships of the Tiresian size. The thing we ran into is if you use more than a few, it, like, will take out a system. Right. Um, so, like, if I used two. Probably be fine. No, I'll just use one. I don't want to get this thing fucked up more than it is. Unfortunately, um, I don't have any aether of my own. How much is this uh, aethite blade working with? You reach out with your etheric senses and touch that aethite blade. And you are immediately aware of the fact that it has ten. You don't know what's up with this sword, but it's, it's hot. Okay, well, I'm going to take three then. Okay. (laughs) He can afford it. Sure. Hell yeah. For now. I also like that you just reach over and touch his sword. Nope, I don't have to. Don't worry don't oh, have yeah, wizard, wizard stupid wizard shit. <laughs> but maybe I do anyway. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Weird. He touches other sword. <laughs> um. Okay. So one of those aethers are one. So um, I'll let that be one of his. He can have one back. <laughs> How's your tactic and talent dice looking? Uh, tactic and talent are actually pretty good. We have a nine and an eight. Um, so that is 17. Um, 
17 plus 12 is 29. 31. 31. I didn't actually say how hard this was. I should have, because it was going to be pretty ridiculous if you, on a whim, just decided to whoop yourself into the ship. Uh, well, because I did, I didn't do it with the ship, but I did it with Tux. That's true. Yeah. Tux is not a spaceship. I know, but I'm just saying there's a there's a little bit of a precedent. Okay, okay, okay. That was that was definitely a stepping stone into yeah. what you're about to do right now. Because what you do right now is reach out through the etheric field that you can feel around you, the senses of which have been growing at a near exponential rate in the last six months. Your wizardly acumen and powers, now that you've kind of given yourself over to them, are greatly enhanced in a way that you're not even you weren't quite aware of just how much you were holding yourself back when you were hiding your wizardness and now that you're not really hiding it anymore the feats that you can accomplish take you by surprise at times this is one of those times as you're suddenly the ship the tyresian and Florian, you feel the controls fighting you suddenly, way more than they were before. I I fight back. I don't <laughs> know. Course. This is Shay. So. Yep. I get, I get, I mean, on the ship, so I am on the comms. I'm like, Florian, Florian, I'm here. Just stop. Just please stop. Stop touching things. In fact, please get up out of the chair. Leave. Leave the room. And, like, before that <laughs> sentence is even finished, as soon as Shay says... It's me, like, it's me, I'm the ship. Florian stands up and, like, gets out of the cockpit. Shay, you are and immediately... And I'm sure falls to the floor. <laughs> ...aware of everything wrong with what Florian did. Oh, oh God. Did you just flip all of the switches? <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to start to make my way out of the bridge. Right. Oh, God. It's like anti uh, the artificial gravity has been turned off. The inertial dampeners have been turned off. The uh, air uh, purification and recycling system has been turned off. Uh, the okay, <laughs> listen. Can I, can I just point out, out of character, how amazing it is that we did not immediately yes. plummet to the ground? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> Impossible. If you had tried to go into space, you would have died. Well, yeah. Of course, Shay, you are also aware of the fact that the cargo bay is open. And you are aware of the fact that there are two presences inside the Tiresian systems that should not be there. It feels weird and gross and invasive as you are part of the ship. It yeah. feels like if you're in a totally black room and you have a, a hand of unknown origin touching you and like trying to like take a backpack off your body. No, I don't like it. So um, it has to okay. like try to move your limbs to get them through the strap. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming I can't do all of this at once, but yeah, I'm, wow, going to have to juggle uh, fixing that, um, returning the ship's systems to flying, uh, you know, standard, um, and evading 
the stuff that's happening. So that's fun. Where do you start? Um, well, let's close the cargo D- bay doors. <laughs> that's uh, the first, first one. No, we're going to roll a D6. Uh, one, one and two is uh, ship systems. Three and four is uh, evasive maneuvers. And five and six is uh, uh, the security issues. Shay, don't take evasive <laughs> maneuvers before you've restored the ship. Actually, that's a good point. How about three and three? <laughs> we'll, we'll leave well, the it's one. evasive So we're showing ship systems. So <laughs> luck was on our side. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. For, for uh, now, uh, the Tiresian has straightened out and is just flying straight and no longer doing the flappy yes. bird thing. Great. As being one with the ship, flying straight is pretty natural. It wasn't for me. Inside the taxi, Amari, you see Shay's body just going limp. Their eyes open and uh, Shay, what is the color of your like etheric aura? Ooh, uh, my etheric aura. Oh, I think I don't remember if this was in an official episode or the test one, but like um, it's like an opalescent color. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So their eyes are shining like. this bright opalescent color, just kind of yeah, the oily rainbow sheen over their eyes, glowing out from the back seat. But their body is limp and just still, and <laughs> Rolly is standing, or not standing, but sitting next to them, kind of like hands up, going like, "I, I didn't do what's happening." It's fine. It's fine. You say stone cold as you're <laughs> jetting up through the sky towards this flying ship that is now stabilized. I like to imagine that Amari doesn't even look back to say that. Like, not even mm. in the rearview mirror. Just. He knew because he saw the Tiresians start flying like a proper ship. Mm. Uh, your wife turns around and says, Paladin Roly, give me your sidearm. And Paladin Roly like holds his sword with one hand, but takes the handgun that's on like a a thigh rig off and just shakes his head and hands it over to your wife. Yes, 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 yes. As you approach the open docking, uh, the, the cargo bay doors, Shay, you're aware of Amari's approach now that you have control of the ship's systems. Do you close, since you're reorganizing the systems right now, do you close the bay doors before Amari gets there? Um, no, uh, but I do like, you know, I'm, I'm on the comms. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, a ship has been stabilized. I will not be taking evasive maneuvers until the bay doors are closed. Unfortunately, I cannot close them because Amari, uh, is still on his way. As soon as the taxi enters the ship, I will be closing them. So do what you need to do before then. Wink, wink. As Shay's voice echoes out through the Tiresian over the intercom. Oswald. Yes? You are hearing this as you are coming down onto the catwalk that overlooks the cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Most of your view is blocked by the gaudy golden 
personal spacecraft that is still dangling inside the cargo bay. All right. It okay. does it does not block enough of your view to hide the fact that there are people in here that shouldn't be, as Vesnas reported. Where Vesnas Rosek is right now, you don't know. She's what you do lens. know is that for what appear to be some kind of militarized troopers wearing armor you're not super familiar with, uh, they appear to be modified, light, tactical, armored personnel suits. Uh, the classification for them would be raptors. Think like mm. Master Chief or Iron Man in basic outline. They are full-body yeah. armored, helmeted suits made for tactical efficiency. Mm -hmm. One of them has a huge underslung gun of some kind that is attached to a backpack that they are wearing. One of them is holding a long sniper-looking weapon. The uh, uh, Another one has a large bandolier of what is clearly grenades and explosives, half of which are missing. And yeah, another has a assault rifle stuck up on their shoulder. They are accompanied by this enormous gorilla sized mech that is knuckling its way into the cargo hold and is tossing a couple of crates aside, looking to get at some position below you, just beneath you. Crates. You can see you that right? your pallet of. 12 Loco is in this thing's path. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Okay, so the cargo bay door is open. Oh, correct? yes, and wind is howling through this <laughs> whole scenario. Of course. The gaudy ship is attached It is currently, you're, it is on landing struts inside your, uh, your cargo bay. It's not like okay. dangling from any kind of rigging or anything. Why it hasn't immediately spilled out the back of this ship is a small miracle that I actually rolled for to see <laughs> if it happened. <laughs> okay. This is going to be... A probably a poor decision. Mm. It'll be the first. My it'll be the first is, this episode. So true. be <laughs> careful. <laughs> exactly. The, they are the 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 mercenaries are all over the place, or are they sort of in between me and where the cargo so, bay door? Imagine a large rectangular space. You are at the okay. rear of it. Up on a catwalk, yes. looking down at this situation. Directly yes. below you, there is a large rectangular space, most of which is dominated by either tucks down and to the right in a, like, engineering bay. Okay. The spaceship directly in front of you. And okay. a bunch of crates and storage to the left of that ship, which is where the marines and the mech are proceeding to move down. And they're okay. all moving in your direction, though they don't seem to be moving towards you. What their goal is, you don't know. 
Where is the cargo bay door in relation to all this? Straight ahead and forward from your position. Okay. I would... Jesus Christ. Okay, I am going to try and use that ship uh, with just a little bit of uh, graviturgical uh, magic uh, as a sort of wrecking ball uh, and have it careen towards... uh, Yeah, Elliot knows. uh, Towards as many of them as I can hit in one powerful go as possible. Okay. This would not be graviturgy per se. This is straight up telekinesis is what you're trying to do here because gravity would imply that it's moving in the direction of gravity. True. So unless the ship banks hard to the left, that's not going to happen. Can I communicate with Shay and ask them to bank hard to the left? Trust me. (laughs) Shay, do you trust Oswald? (laughs) Shay, uh, I will not be taking evasive maneuvers until the cargo bay doors are closed. Oswald, Shay, bank hard. What did I just fucking say? (laughs) It will be totally worth it, I think. I don't... Oh, no, I know that there's other people... I don't know there's other people on the ship. Nope. I am going to roll a void dice to make a move here to see if something happens. Sure. Cool. Danger gauge increases to seven. Great. One of the Marines looks up and sees you, Oswald. Now, please. Okay, yeah. I made a fortune roll. One through three was no... Uh, four through six was yes it's a six i'm all right i'll do it uh and i just say okay everybody hang on to your hats (laughs) but trying to say it too fast so that no one actually can do it and oswald you really don't even hear shay over the howling wind as the ship banks and suddenly there's this groaning as things in the cargo bay begin to shift it's not enough that it would make the the Golden Comet roll over unless somebody gives it a nudge. I'd like to give it a nudge, please. <laughs> uh, roll me that nudge. Okay. This, I mean, if this is not a moment to go all in, I don't know what is. Um, so I'm going to go all in. Um Man, I don't even think this is clever. This is just... <laughs> I'd call this forceful. I'd call this swift. Swift. Bold. Let's go with bold. Um, Let's go with bold. Yeah, clever has not been high on the menu this evening. No, no, no time for clever, unfortunately. So this is going to be bold plus your spellcraft plus graviturgy. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're going all in. So what is your maximum Aether Pool? Let me just double check. I I want to see the... I have the Daredevil feature. Uh, that basically doubles your 
tactic die when you spend an aether dice on the roll. Okay. So again, what is your total aether pool size? Uh, six. So sixty-six. Um, and I have two left. Okay. And yeah. are you so spending just... any more of those? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to spend all uh, everything I got. Um, so eight d six is what we're looking at, plus your tactic and talent. Yes. Very good. Yes. And this is going to be one of those rolls where the higher you roll, the more dramatic the result is going to be. Though I will say our baseline for success here is 25. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and it's been a while since I've gone all in. That just uh, that just means I can use the pool, my pool, plus the total amount of pool that I can have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember if that doubles anything as far as the tactics and talents. No, but your daredevil okay. trait would double your tactic. You would just have to okay, spend great. one of just your wanted to make sure. available pool to do that. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of dice. That's a lot of dice. That is a lot. Y'all, this is a lot of dice. We got some numbers here. <laughs> um, I need one of those old-timey uh, visor green caps with the, the ratcheting yeah. uh, accountant <laughs> machine. <laughs> I've got a number for, for all What's of y'all. Uh, how, how does 63 oh. do you? Oh, you are so close. So close. You know. You I know, know guys. Guys. Get the right. If now, if I spend. <laughs> I can't think of a better use of the void. <laughs> See, the thing is, the void wants you to get 60. It, it oh. does, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, there's no other number I, I could get. I'll, I'll say this much. If you got to 65, that would be three crits. That is true. That might be worth it. Yeah, you get rid of three of the... All right, Mike. You're on. You spending that void dice? Yeah, yeah. Let's get get three crits. Yes, yes. Danger gauge goes up to eight. And I was at 63. I just rolled a three. So 66. So just barely. (laughs) Unfortunately, not 69. I know. It's, It's... it's such a shame. Now, if I roll another one, <laughs> no, no, let's uh, let's just stick with the three crits. <laughs> but you did roll sixty-six, the number of the beast. Yeah, that's true. <gasps> uh, if you roll, if you roll sixty-nine, something nice does yeah. happen. <laughs> that's that's uh, the secret Easter that's egg rule of yeah. of this game. <laughs> yeah. All right, but so, I did roll sixty-six, which means something brutal happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you also, so, <laughs> you have three crits. Yes. You can choose to remove three of these people from the scene if you wish. Or you can mm. reduce the danger gauge by three levels. Or you can make three alley-oops or any combination of those things. Gosh, the danger gauge would be helpful. But I think I got to get rid of three three of these dudes. That sounds perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Three, as the ship banks, and you lash out with your etherics, channeling it through what? Because mm. you're not a wizard. It's true, I'm not. Uh, can I place my uh, feathery little mitt? mitts down onto the catwalk that I'm standing uh, assuming that the ship 
I don't, I don't know if I can like, am I going to need to touch this ship? Is, is, is that okay? Is that... Here's what happens. Okay. You take a few steps back and place a hand on a wall panel directly behind you that c- controls the door. Okay. In theory, all etheric systems on the ship are connected. Right. And you know that there are an embankment of panels down on the ground to the left of this ship. Mm-hmm. They're meant for, like, inventorying things and just, like, basic, like, intership communications. But what you're mm-hmm. using it for is to create a giant gravity sink on that side of the ship at this exact moment. Mm-hmm. The, the cinematic is that movie effect where it, like... The camera travels really mm-hmm. fast along the like different wires, mm-hmm. like sparks. Very, yeah. Ooh, I like that. I love that. But it's like the love crystal, it. like the they look like the fiber optic cables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as it does, you see a line of crystalline aethite that is inlaid inside the ship turn this bright emerald as it flares with gravitational etherics. Emerald and green are the colors of fucking with physics. As it bursts with this explosion of green light, suddenly pulling the attention of the Marines from you over to the side, they are caught completely unawares as the massive ship barrels at their backs. Three of the uh, five individuals go screaming out of the back of the Tiresian as this horrific grinding sound echoes through the ship as the golden comet begins to drag back towards the rear of the ship as well, sending three of them backwards. It is stopped in its momentum by the what looks like hooks that come out of the bottom of the mech as it clamps onto the deck of your ship and its huge arms reeling back in this kind of ratcheting motion. It then pushes forward and you can see giant hand-sized dents pushing themselves into the side of the Golden Comet as this ship is stopped cold from knocking any more people out of it. Mm -hmm. Amari. Yes. You see three fingers tumbling out the back of the Tiresian as you make your approach. Oh, jeez. And you nimbly dodge <laughs> out of the way as one of them goes whipping past your cockpit. They probably have parachutes. Yeah. Does Amari look to see if they have parachutes? They're going in the opposite direction that the ship is, so why would I look for that? That's true. Yeah. And the prize. Amari, are you trying to land this taxi inside the Tiresian? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. My paladin boy's got a sword. That's not going to do much at a distance. So That's true. So you yeah. come plowing into this <laughs> ruin of a cargo bay. <laughs> oh, wowzers. <laughs> you see a giant gorilla-like mech trying to pull itself free of the wreckage of this. Just, just crash right into the mech. Yeah, I guess that's my question is like, what is your approach vector here as you take all of this in in the split second before you enter the cargo bay? I mean, I feel like we should have all had seatbelts on, but vehicular manslaughter. So do it again. Yeah, I've had practice with at this at hitting things. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what 
slamming a taxi into it is going to do. Uh, I could pull up as quick as possible to where Tux is at, though. So I'm going to do that instead of slamming it, uh, because I feel like slamming it is going to do more damage to me than it is to the gorilla mech. Okay. By the way, Oswald, you saw that you got the explosives expert, the heavy gunner, and the sharpshooter both went flying out the back of the ship. So it's just assault rifle guy and the mech. Yeah. Okay. That was a good uh, that was And a I know good he get. did do that, um, and it's great, no, but it is still very horrific, uh, yeah. and he's not a soldier, and no. he's just like, ah, ah. Florian, uh, you are getting is- down here just as this taxi is plowing into the wreckage in the cargo bay. And grinding to a halt right next to Tux, which wouldn't have been possible had the Golden Comet not been hurled against the other side of the cargo bay. It's like we planned it. (laughs) Well-oiled machine. Uh, So where, what position are the Marines at, like, relative to where, I'm assuming I come out in the same place that Oswald does? Correct, yes. Okay. So if you look down and to the left, underneath the wreckage of the Golden Comet, which is now on its side and pushed up against the wall of the cargo bay, it is only being held away from the wall by the strength of this enormous mech suit. And that is the only thing stopping this last Marine from being crushed by the ship as well. And there is this long beat as the taxi comes into the cargo bay in which the graviturgy is still flaring and pulling the ship towards that side of the cargo bay. And so the metal of the Golden Comet is bending around the mech as it's trying to still move through the thing that's stopping it. That's fucking badass. Uh, How far down or how far up is the catwalk from the ground of the cargo bay? 15 feet. Okay, I'm going to go over. There's I'm gonna, a set of stairs directly to your right. I'm I'm not going to do that. I'm going <laughs> to go over to where I'm like above uh, where the Marine is, is the mm-hmm. Marine and mech is. Are the cargo bay doors closing? <laughs> As of right now, no. <sighs> yeah, we would have to tell Shay to close them. Well, I don't have time for that. Can I? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess, Shay, uh, upon this maneuver, and you feel the systems, like, bulge with etheric energy in ways they're not supposed to uh, when Oswald does whatever he does. When you feel the taxi effectively collide with the Tiresian, do you start closing the cargo bay doors? Yeah, because it's probably as as much of a confirmation as I'm going to get, and I got to get, I got to help Mara out, so. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So, yes, uh, Florian, as you're rushing to position, you see the cargo bay doors begin to close. Excellent. Um, And is the, is the Marine, like, the Marine's, like, being shielded, so he's, like, kind of under where the mech is? Correct. Awesome. I'd like to get onto the mech and Aether Leech it, please, and thank you. Okay. So, 
Amari, mm-hmm. you are leaping out of the taxi, rushing towards Tux. Mm-hmm. Oswald, you are sinking to the ground, exhausted, as you have probably just killed three people and sent them hurtling towards their doom. Okay. Florian, you are leaping over the railing, hand down in an attempt to Superman land on top of this mech to draw all of its power from it. Yeah, I don't know if it's Superman land so much as it's flinging myself over the side and just hoping I don't slide off. I was being generous. I didn't want to say belly flop. No, it's it's a belly flop. <laughs> Florian is also not a soldier. Layla is scrambling out of the taxi, gun drawn. Paladin Roly is trying to do the same, but is also, like, cautiously not leaving the side of the limp body of Shay, whose essence and etheric senses now embody the Tiresian itself. As you get the last of the systems under control, Shay, you turn your attention towards Mera and the invasive presences you feel inside the ship's systems. Yes. It's not like metadiving. It's not like the Astral Sea. Because you don't have a true altered perception of what's happening. It's just a part of you. Mm -hmm. It would be like closing your eyes and knowing that you have a need to crack your knuckles. And you can instinctually know where your hands need to touch to do that. Right. As you are rallying to come to Mara's aid in that way. You can tell that she is struggling. You can tell that something is stopping her from doing something that should come naturally to her. You've seen her do incredible things at the speed of thought yeah. using etherics and the metanet in general. Why she's struggling against this signal signal that's attempting to breach the ship You don't really think about it. You don't have time to. Did they give my baby a virus? It's not until you are attempting to detangle that other presence, that one that seems to have started taking a complete accounting of the Tiresian systems, that as soon as you turn your attention towards it, it withdraws. And as soon as it withdraws, Mera is left without an opponent. Suddenly, the systems of the Tyrese are no longer under attack. But everyone inside the ship still is. Yeah. And I think we will have to resolve that combat next time. Because as always, you can find us online at MatcomRPG on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang out. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile. You can find me at the Readamus on Instagram and Twitter, where I post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so.
Indeed, and finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.